When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, that's us. And we're presented by Progressive Insurance. And we are coming to you very live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Um, so according to Yahoo Sports' Charles Robinson, the Bears are very, very that's two varies. Smitten. They're what? smitten with Brian what? Flores. But there are two keys when it comes to Flores and the control he ultimately wants within the organization. So, would Brian Flores be a good fit with the Chicago Bears? Key? Um, according to Robinson on the Holly and Smith podcast... This is a quote. For Chicago to reel him in, they have to talk to Flores and go, okay, the general manager hire is going to be someone you're comfortable with and you want to be connected with. And it's also going to be someone who's comfortable letting you take the lead in the organization, i.e. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. So what do you think? Like, where are you with all this, Key? Yeah, he should. He should get... uh the opportunity, just like a Kyle Shanahan, a John Lynch, and many others before and after. Uh, you look at Sean McDermott and, and Brandon Bean. Those guys came to Buffalo together. So I think when you look at the Chicago Bears and the situation, and if they're really serious about Brian Flores, then they need to really sit down and talk with the general manager prospect as well as Brian. Make sure that they're all on the same page. Make sure they can coexist. So, Because what he does not want to do is go through the same issues and situation that he had in Miami with Chris Greer. I don't blame him at all for that. When you dive into things deeper, things could have played out deeper or better in Miami for Brian Flores. If you go back to the beginning stages when he was hired, his offensive coordinator originally was Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell came under some health issues. He had to step aside. Chain Gailey entered, convinced Chris Greer and company to draft Tua. Then he steps down, retires again, and then all of a sudden there's co-head coaches, that I mean, co-offensive coordinators that he's dealing with. Then he wanted to get the Deshaun Watson situation, try to figure out what that was going to be all about. It didn't work out. So he was ultimately stuck with Tua at the quarterback spot, and then they went on a nice run, and then he eventually got fired. So this time around, if he takes a job, he's got to put the right staff around him and the right people. Okay, so that leads to the question, because one of the things mentioned about Flores was how many OCs he had in Miami, right? George Godsey, Eric Studsville, co-offensive coordinators in 2021, right? Chad Gay, uh, Chan Gailey in 2020, Chad O'Shea but that's, but, in but, but But see, that's a myth, though, uh, Max. That's what I wanted to know, myth or reality. Yeah, it, because you think about it. I said it in the beginning. When he got hired, it was Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell 
had some health issues. He had to step aside. They had to figure out who the coordinators were going to be. It became Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey then abruptly departed. And then all of a sudden, you look at George Gotze and then um, Eric Studeville, and then they became co-coordinators in the situation in 2021. So it's not like he's had a million different coordinators that he just keeps firing and hiring and firing and hiring. So it's just like this myth that he's got like a different coordinator and he's been in the league 10 years when that's not true. And, you know, Key, you think about what it could be if you have Brian Flores, you have Jim Caldwell as your OC, if, if that's a package deal, if it can work out that way, I think that puts him in a unique situation. And, look, Key said it. He, Tua was forced on Brian Flores. And when you don't have communication or you feel like as if there's a rift between you and your general manager being on the same page about orchestrating what your staff is and understanding what kind of control you have, taking that kind of position of power from the beginning is a completely different scenario than what the Dolphins presented him. Yeah, you want to you make sure if you're Brian Flores, you got Justin Fields at the quarterback spot. Exactly. You go out there and you hire a guy like Jim Caldwell. He's Coach Matthew Stafford. They, he tried to get things turned around. He went to a Super Bowl in Indianapolis. So you know he knows what he's doing. He is a quiet quarterback, offensive mind, quarterback whisperer and offensive mind. To go even further, you put that staff together. There's a guy named Marvin Lewis who's sitting out there itching to come back and be a defensive coordinator if he can't get a head coaching job in the National Football League. So you put that staff together with Jim Caldwell. You grab a little Marvin Lewis in the mix with you. You now got some veteran head coaching experience around you. This is like a best-case scenario for Chicago Bears, in my opinion. What's interesting about that, we know that Justin Fields has talent at quarterback. We saw it in college, and he flashed sometimes in the pros. We know Brian Flores has certain qualities of a successful head coach. Team doesn't quit on him. He's had a winning record a couple seasons now, a double-digit wins record, right? We don't know how good Fields can be. We're going to find out. Mm -hmm. And we also don't know how good Flores can be. We're going to find out. But let's say we had that, Key, the exact scenario you just described. Fields is your quarterback. You got Flores as your head coach. You got coordinators, uh, 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 Caldwell Caldwell and and Marvin Lewis, like, you know, with head coaching experience, the whole thing. You said that's best case scenario for the Bears. How long before we find out how good that team could be? I I would think you got to look at draft picks. You got to look at money to spend on free agency. You got to look at all that. But it's got to be a a two-year type situation. It can't be hitting on the ground and running because you still got a young quarterback that has little experience and was kind of put in and out of the lineup with Matt Nagy and company. So you're starting from ground zero all over again. So you got to give it some time. And I think this is a perfect situation for Chicago. You hire a guy like that, and you give it some time. You give it some time to to come along, let him hire the right offense coordinator. Now, look, if you hire, if you go out there and you hire Harbaugh, they're going to want immediate success yesterday. Even Brian Dable, for that matter, or I mean, sorry, Ryan Day, for that matter, at Ohio State, they're going to look for instant success in Chicago because they're going to automatically assume, oh, you coached him before. You need to get him to play a certain way. And so that pressure is a little different than hiring a dude like Brian Flores. You're not expecting to hit pay dirt immediately because everything will be so new. I don't I don't know about that, Key. I, I think there will be equal amount of pressure on a guy like Brian Flores considering the way he's gotten his teams to fight for him 
in Miami, right? And that's the one thing you've talked about this team with Matt Nagy. You've heard that players in the locker room kind of like him, but have they fought for him the way they would fight for Brian Flores? And I will say this, the pressure element of this could be greater next year because if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, that whole division is open. And you're sitting there as a Bears fan saying, hey, I know we're a couple of pieces away. There's a lot of things we have to do that's additive. But this thing is us, it's up for the grabbing. You're talking it's up for about, the taking. You guys are talking about the same thing from two different points of view. I think you're both right. Jay, you're identifying what fans are going to feel. Yes. And Key is identifying what they should feel. Because I agree. Were I a Bears fan, and for some stupid reason, like you can't really choose who you root for in certain ways. I'm rooting for the Bears to get this right because I know what football means in that town. They've never had a great quarterback. They finally got it. So the fact is, if I'm a Bears fan, Flores took over that team from Gase. They lost like every game in the beginning. It could be a disaster for the first five, ten games, right? I would give him. I'm not saying the fans will. I'm saying they ought to. That market, if that were to happen, give him a two-year runway. And then in year three, you find out if you have the goods. And I suspect you do. The only question I'd have is how good. Is that, is that combination, that situation that Key identified a Super Bowl possibility? Because that's what they care about. Or are they going to plateau at a certain point? But I think you will be a strong organization all with that about setup. Your, it's all about your staff and your support system and your surroundings. I, I hear, I'm just asking you, Max, if Aaron Rodgers does leave Green Bay, and now you talk about a team like Minnesota is primed to start winning that division. Yeah. If they start winning it over, you're, you're sitting there saying, okay, Brian. like, No doubt. And you know what? Like, the fans <laughs> will be going nuts, but you, and they might get upset, but you know who won't quit on them? The team. And that's I why hear, I'd hire I Brian Flores. As you said, Jay, listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, a 10-part series exploring how sports has an impact on our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career. It turns out I'm the motivation for the greatest of all time. (laughs) Brought to you by State Farm and available wherever you get your podcasts. One team is in the divisional round for the first time in a while. We're going to tell you why we should get used to it. That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Rex in studio. Who does Joe Burrow remind you of? He reminds me of Tom Brady. Earlier in the season, I mentioned it. His mannerism, but his leadership, and in the biggest moments, this guy is the calmest, and he's got just a hired killer mentality, and that's why he reminds me of Tom Brady. And 10 years from now, we're going to say, this guy's the next Joe Burrow. I hear that. I think I think Joe Burrow's now ahead of Tom, like in terms of their age, when they came out, how advanced they are, all that stuff. 
Brady wasn't asked to carry that offense early on. Burrow's special, of course, That's long fine. way off from being Tom yeah, Brady. Let's see if it translates to Super <clears throat> No Bowls. doubt. If you get to one-third of what Brady did, you're in the Hall of Fame. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance with more than 30 unique coverage options available. Progressive knows small business. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. So, get it, Key. Get it. You heard Rex Ryan rave about Joe Burrow. Everyone's raving about Joe Burrow. The Bengals got their first playoff win in 31 years. 30, you know, what was crazy? You know, say the last time they did something, this is what the world was like. <clears throat> there was, like, good ones for, for Joe Burrow. There was, like, Madonna oh, had the number one song. I yeah. think Madonna. Or she just released her album. Yeah. Home Michael, Alone was, like, the top movie. My, Home Alone was the top movie, and Michael Jordan had yet to win a championship. Oh, last time the Bengals won a playoff game. Here's Joe Burrow on the excitement of the fans after that win. Yeah, I think the fans were, were very excited, but I tried to downplay it and, and all that because this is, you know, this is how it's going to be from here on out. You know, this is a great win for us, but you know, this is the this is the standard for you know the the bare minimum every year going forward. You know, I think that's the you know one of the the biggest jobs of a quarterback is displaying confidence in yourself. And, and part of being a leader on the team is you know, showing that confidence in, in all your other guys as well. Key, I love that. I think there's even a better level of answer than that, but I, I'll mention that in a second. But what did you think about what, how Burrow responded? I mean, he's a, the quarterback. He's the leader of the team. Everybody looks to him. Uh, but that is the, the standard now. They, they should be expected to be competing for a playoff spot every single year. As long as he's the quarterback, as long as Jamar Chase and Higgins is there and Tyler Boyd and Mixon are healthy, they should uh, because they got a nice team. Uh, young head coach and Zach Taylor, who was pretty much on the firing squad line, uh, he's been removed since the beginning of the season. But when you look at it, Joe Burrow's saying all the right things. He, he, he may lead this team to a Super Bowl. You see, I, I, I see what you guys are saying. I'm usually the one. I, I, I love leadership, and I love when people say things with confidence. I just there, – there's a part of me when I hear Joe Burrow say that where I'm like, do he say that right now? Or could, could you wait and just maybe not say anything, maybe talk about leadership in other ways, and maybe get to the playoffs again next year and make it a little bit more consistent before you start saying, well, at bare minimum, this is what we're going to do. We win playoff games. I'm like, so Lamar Jackson in your division. You still have Mike Tomlin in your division. You still have a loaded Cleveland Browns team where it feels like they're a quarterback away or who knows what they could be. I just – there's a slight part of me where I'm like, don't put the cart before the horse just yet. Like, just let your play continue to build that consistency to get there. And I hear you guys are saying, hey, go for it right now. I'm just – man, it's, your career is a long time to say this is bare minimum. I see it should, every single year. Yeah. Every single year. He should feel that way, and his teammates should feel I, like that. I, they I, Jay, I understand you can feel that way. Key. I, that way. I feel a lot of ways. I just don't always say it. Right? Jay, I, 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 I don't feel, think I, there's anything wrong with saying it. I, I, I think, I think not only is there nothing wrong with saying it. I say there's something but wrong I would, with saying it. I would refine it, and I totally disagree with you about this. I love the fact that he said that, and he should abs- – and, and Key, you said competing for a playoff spot every year. What he's talking about – Ain't competing for a playoff spot. It's winning a well, playoff game. The, they got to get in the playoffs before they can do anything else. No, but he's but saying no win a playoff he's game saying, at he's bare minimum. The bare minimum for the Bengals from now on yeah, is a playoff fine. win. I totally agree yeah. with that. Now, the other th- here's how I would I would have liked it even more. And he did allude to this in that same interview. 
you make you you get into the playoffs. You can celebrate. You win the division. Celebrate. That's what you've been working for all year, right? Mm-hmm. Now the new season starts. He tamps down the celebration because they haven't done anything yet. Once the new season starts, a playoff win is meaningless. Until you win the Super Bowl, it's just another step. So I like that. He Basically, Joe Burrow's point of view is, yes, yeah, celebrate. We accomplished mission number one, which was win the division, get into the playoffs, right? Great. We can celebrate that. Winning a playoff game is not the goal. That's like winning a regular season game now. No, but that's winning the, the bare, Super Bowl. That's the bare the minimum, though. If the bare minimum is winning the division and getting potentially a first round bye or winning a playoff game is the bare minimum. They're not satisfied unless those sort of things take place. And, and I have no issue with it. I like the leadership. I'm fired up for it because the whole corporate spiel, oh, well, you know, we just want to play hard and, and I like my teammate. No, no, man, we're not doing that. We here, we've arrived, we a young, we a young bunch of wild animals, and this is how we're going to approach it. I like it 100%. Don't give me the old okey-doke corporate mess. Don't do that to me. I'm not saying the okey-doke corporate mess key at all, and I'm not saying I love – I don't like Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. I think he is a badass in the game of the National Football League. All I'm saying is just erring the side of a little bit of hesitation there when you start saying things like, yeah, the bare minimum, this way – like a lot of things can go wrong all the time. And I just – maybe it's because I have personal experience with kind of saying like this is what the expectation is. Granted, my career went completely different than Joe Burrow. I'm not comparing at all. But it feels like it can kind of set you up for a little bit of a trap that's with good. the media, right? With the media. Because you start saying these things. Oh, the media, media, man. That dude doing the right thing well, Keith, by leading I, his team I get and it. saying, Jay, saying that right this thing, is guys. the bare minimum. We want to be here every single year. They all pumping excitement into oh, it. And now you move on to the don't, next game. Don't turn my comment to, I'm not saying he's not doing the right thing. All I'm saying is there's a little – an air of like taking a second with You're this. You're a wise old head who's saying, "Hey, saying, hey, man. young man, fire just, up, just, Joe Burrow, let's go." Be careful what key. you do. This is how Key lives his life. He's and I've lived mine a little bit differently. So we're gonna come at but, this from different angles here. But this is what I That's would all. say, Jay. I, this is why I make the distinction between the regular season and the postseason, right? And the playoffs. There he is. allows for celebration. You have two goals. First, you can't think about the Super Bowl day one. You have to think about what you're trying to do. What you're trying to accomplish first is. Win your division, yes. right? And otherwise, if you can't, make the playoffs. That's the main thing. But win your division if you can. Oh, they won the division. They made the playoffs. Yay, everybody, celebration, right? Now they win a playoff game. So he's like, that's okay because that's what we set out to do. Now we're at the point where we're setting out to win a Super Bowl. So, hold on. So if you win one game, I ain't celebrating that. It's good that we did I, it. I feel you. But, but let's – but. Mission is not accomplished yet. It's like that thing that goes around on social media now when they say, hey, Kobe, why aren't you smiling? You're up 2-0 in the finals. And he said, so mission's not accomplished? This is like winning a game in the finals, right? It's one. You need four. Joe Burrow just won his first out of what he plans on being four wins. When's the last time they won a division, Key? You know? Man, that was, uh, what was it? I, I don't know. That's so what I'm asking you. No, I'm 31 just, years. I, oh, 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 yeah, it was. Just it was the, uh, the last time they won a division was I won. I feel like when Marvin Lewis and Carson Palmer, but I don't know the exact year. It's a while ago, though, right? Oh, it's been a minute. So like, it's been that's a minute. all. That's all. When, when we start things at like Dalton hey, never won the division. I don't believe so. Really? I don't believe so. I, I'm not the. I, I don't know. I just, it feels I like it's been they, a while. They they won the division. I believe when Carson Palmer got hurt that year. I thought they were. But I don't have it in front of me, so 
you know, Jay threw that out there, and I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it's the year that Carson Palmer tore his ACL. Around six or seven years ago, I, I'm like, they got off to a real hot start, and I thought they won double digits and won the division. I could be wrong. I, I yeah, but the, but but I'm I'm all for Joe Burrow firing it up. I'm all for him. S- sorry for the feeling a certain way. I think that when you look at it, he's a young guy with a bunch of young teammates that are still growing, and as they continue to grow, they're going to be around for a very very long time. Yeah. It uh, also puts Jay. Point here's was, another thing. My point was though about yeah. the question. Start with, like if you want to say winning the division is bare. Okay, like. You did that. I'm like that. Mm-hmm. But you start going into the playoffs, and you're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, just slow down. But, but, but Jay, I, I, think about this. I understand what you mean, cheap owner, the whole thing. He's putting pressure not only on himself but on the entire organization. He is that? sending a message to the fans, to ownership. to uh, He's putting it on himself, everything like, hey, there is a new sheriff in town. There's a new standard now in Cincinnati. And let me tell you what the expectations are from my point of view. I hear you, you can have that same expectation internally s- without saying it publicly. And my thing, it can backfire also. Well, I mean, as, he, as, but as, he's well, but that's what you like people to be like. And I know we like media loves this because oh, that's what leadership is. It can backfire but, but, on you, but too. Th- that's why that's pre- you're identifying precisely why people admire it, because there is the risk of failure. And yet he is willing to take that risk. And I'm because, willing to ride yeah. with him. I'm willing yeah, to ride with him. Too. I too. I'm with you. They won, they won the division in 2013-2015. Okay. Right, that's what I thought. That's what I thought because okay. I remember they were off to like a 5-0 and star, something like that that year, and they looked like maybe the most balanced team in the league. And it didn't end up that way, but they were quite good. I'm, uh, that's right. So it wasn't that long ago that they won the division. No, it was 13. It was, yeah, it was 13, 15. Okay. Right, right, right. There you go. So twice in that little span. Yeah, they were good. They had a good offense, defense, the whole thing. Okay. But Andy. Go, Joe! Don't I'm listen all, to Jay. Go, see, Joe! See, Andy don't listen to Jay. Not to do this. Joe Burrow. I am not a Joe Burrow hair. I love Joe Burrow. I, was I actually didn't say anything about hating him. I just said, go, Joe. I was on a show yesterday saying, hey, we should maybe talk about the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. I just put it this way, Jay. What you're saying is probably true in this sense. There's a very high likelihood that Joe Burrow will experience a season, at least one in his career, where he does not win a playoff game. That's he's, but that's not the mentality he is. Pub, he has, and he's not publicly afraid. He's not afraid to publicly say, "I hear that." Say, "I'm not celebrating this because, of course, we're going to win." A single. I can't guarantee a Super Bowl every year, but I can tell you this: we are making the. I expect us to make the playoffs and advance every year. I love that. Yes, Joe, go, go, Joe, go, Joe Thorough. <laughs> they don't call him Joe Thorough for nothing, uh, 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 Jay. I, uh, I just look forward to seeing how next year will be when Lamar Jackson comes back and that team is healthy. There'll be a lot of interesting challenges. You hear that, Joe? Team. He says you're scared of Lamar. Let's no, go. No, no, you're the worst. <laughs> Put it this way: I mean. Well, of course, okay. look, Steelers are going to be competitive. Okay. But if you're the Bengals and the Ravens, you're looking at the North right now, like, they, they got to be eyeing each other. They got to be – the Ravens always looking at the Steelers, uh-huh. but they got to have an eye now pointed toward the Bengals going, uh-oh. This is, that's who we got to worry about. By the way, you know, Burrow and Lamar are like the same age. Like, the Lamar same, Jackson's already won an future, MVP. Man. He's been in the league four years. He's, some He's the same age. Ooh. Joe Burrow should not apologize for what he said, Jay. No, I can't believe. Stop putting corporate me in the corner. Joe. You're trying corporate to talk to Joe. Be corporate quiet, Joe. I did not say this, Max. Don't put me in a corner. Don't you guys do Joe it. Thorough, right. It's not corporate Joe, Jay. It's uh, Joe Thorough. All right. 
One quarterback did need to apologize for his post-game comments. In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, well, you tell me. Is this hot news or is not news? You're so scary. You're going to throw it to me. (laughs) Kimberly A. Martin said hi to her three times today. No response. I realized I couldn't see it. She had to have AirPods in. I did. Yes, you did. did. You're on that morning conference I'm call every that, morning. Yes, I got get up. She was listening call. to music. I was listening. No, well, earlier I had the get up call at six. When Max saw me, I was listening to music. Got yeah. a whole routine, man. Can't mess my flow. I got to no, get no. locked in. This doesn't happen like, by accident. Can we zoom in on a shoe game? Her shoe game is always so always. Could, yeah. wait, You know what? I wish we could get the cameras on it. Um, I do a little something, something. I got mm-hmm. my pollens on. My one. Oh! How many pairs? How many? How many pairs of, uh, of Nikes? Not Jordans even do we that. Have? Not that much. Nikes. <laughs> I got like that. thirty something J, but that's not a lot. Like I'm not a sneaker. I'm not a sneaker head. Um, I just like lies, what I like. Nikes. I got about thirty. It's not a lot. Love ones. Like ones, fours, eleven sets. Yes. Are you ready to play hot news or not news, Kimberly? Let's go. Let's go. Dak Prescott apologizes for his post-game comments about officials. Hot news or not news? The apology is not hot news. He had to do it. Him saying it in the first place, to me, was hot news because that seems unlike Dak in a moment where he had he should have taken accountability and he wanted to blame someone else. Hmm. Yeah, it's not hot news at all. Kimberly's right. I mean, it, in the end, you didn't expect it from Dak Prescott, but I also expected for him to issue an apology, whether he did it or somebody did it for him, it was going to happen. He's captain of America's team. I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like he was going to, you know, redact that statement and, and start over. But I, I got to tell you, when we were all listening to the sound for the first time the other day, everybody was like, whoa, damn, yeah. that's, out of, that's mm-hmm. out of character for Dak Prescott. It is not news, but that was the very point of the apology, mm-hmm. is to make, take it from hot news to not news, mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow saying, this is the standard. Kimberly, we were just talking about it. Jay wants Joe Burrow to be very corporate. Oh oh, yes, that's what Jay wants. Yeah, how you doing? Oh, there, Jay? Jay just hit a shot. Waste paper like basket shot. No look. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about it. No, yes. This is the standard, says Joe Thorough. The bare minimum every year going forward for the Bengals, a playoff win. Hot news or not news? I mean, it's hot news because he's young and he's saying it. But then again. I'm deliriously, delusionally all in on Joe Burrow. Mm. I don't care. He can do no wrong. The fact that he sitting those, sitting there with those rose-colored glasses, saying, you know, like, the, like I, just this is dude. what this is the standard he's using a Mike Tomlinism, but that's what you want. That's why you believe in a guy like that because he's like, this is the bare minimum. I don't care if we're in Cincinnati or wherever. Yeah, it's not not it's not news to me because this is who Joe is. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to be something that he's not. Try to play the game. I've I said for many years, and I played with a lot of quarterbacks in my time, I did not like quarterbacks who just was like, oh, well, I'm going to do it this way. <laughs> no. No. You don't let that dude over there be stiff. You be who you are. And I'm glad Joe is that. Look, man, he's like Teflon Joe. I mean, he's wearing the print shades at the post presser. Oh, hey, I'm like it. Purple Rain. Love like, it. where are we love going it. here with this? Like, he's swag. Sweaters and he's like Charles Barkley. I, I hear what everybody's saying. Kimberly, my only point was. What's the only point, babe? We talked about they won a division for the first time, like, since, mm-hmm. like, what, 14, 15, around that time? 15, 13 and 13, 15. 13, 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm like, hey, if you're just saying, like, the standard is win the division and start from there, I'm like, I'm cool. When you start saying the standard is win a playoff game, I get it. I'm all about speaking things into existence. I just sometimes, as a young player, I'm like, 
Uh, can we just wait a couple of years? Nah, son. Nah. Okay. No. This, this, no. Is not, this is not news because, you know, it's just a confident player. <laughs> Let me tell you how cool Joe Burrow I'm is. Corporate Jay. There will be a game. There'll be a game. It'll be an AFC championship game, something like that. And it's going to end on a Joe Burrow interception one of these years. And he's afterwards going to be like, yeah, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. And everyone's going to be like, yep. And not, not even have anything to say. Okay. Like, he's not afraid to take chances. That is in his nature. He is a great player. I need my be quarterback one. to have swag, man. Swag. Yeah, swag. Like the the Titans getting Derrick Henry back <laughs> for the divisional playoff, Kimberly. It is that is, hot news or not? It news? is hot news because we've been talking since Halloween, since he went down <laughs> with this injury. When are we going to see Derrick Henry back on the field? It sounds like we are close to that moment, people. He practiced in pads yesterday. Woo. This whole week is leading up to the return of the King, and this is great for a Titans team that's the top seed in the AFC. It is hot news. The only thing about it, though, for me is it's, it makes me a little nervous and a little afraid because you get your big toy back, and then all of a sudden you go away from what got you the number one seed late in the season. You go away from that Whatever that was, whatever philosophy you had down the stretch, all of a sudden you get away from it because you got one of the most dynamic playmakers in the NFL back on your team and in the backfield, and all of a sudden you decide that that's the way you're going to try to go to accomplish this next round. So you got to be careful. I hear what you're saying, Key. I still think it's hot news because you do have to be careful. But whatever I can do to limit the amount of time that Joe Thorough is on the field, mm-hmm. controlling that possession, that clock, the clock. Derek Henry allows me to do that. I'm taking it. Um, it is hot news, but I'll tell you, it's not why everyone thinks I don't think. You, listen, a running game is about your O-line more than anything, way more than your quarterback. It's about, uh, your, your running back. It's about your O-line. Running back contributes. And their running game, when it was all over SportsCenter, has not fallen off. If anything, it's gotten a little more efficient, a little better without Derrick Henry. It's about the O-line. But Derrick Henry is a money-on-the-line player. We saw it in last year's playoffs. Everyone knows what's coming. Mm-hmm, you give Derrick Henry the rock in the Stop playoffs, he's putting up 150-plus yards. It's hot news. All right. trying to tackle that dude. Mike Tom- <laughs> and he wears you down, right? You, he ain't getting worn down. The defense is getting worn down. Mike Tomlin says all options are on the table at quarterback, Kimberly. Hot news or not news? Uh, that's not news because we already knew that. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean do, have we seen the Steelers situation? In related news, the weatherman <laughs> says the sky is blue. Yeah, no, it, it'd be news if Tomlin said, you know what? I don't think we're going to address the QB situation. We'll just wait and see if Ben comes back. That'd be hot news. But no, Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, they haven't proven anything. So all options are on the table. Not news. We all knew, like Kimberly said, like uh, you have who playing quarterback? <laughs> you have to address in every which way, whether it's via trade, whether it's through the draft, whether it's through free agency, through tryouts, whatever the case is, you've got to get that position right. So it's not news. It's hot news to me because it's actually when you hear him say it, mm. he, my man talks about a global crisis. He throws yeah. in a global crisis. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Global no, he's crisis? like, global from a global, global point of view. Global I'm is so... one of those Tomlinism words. Yes, yes. So I guess just the way he says so things mm-hmm. make it hot news because right, he's so damn he, interesting. You want to hear it? Here it is. Yes. Here's Mike Tomlin. All the options are on the table, uh, but those decisions are interrelated based on our global needs. What is it, the Cuban Missile Crisis? We have to improve our football team. There's two major ways that you you do it. You do it through free agency and you do it through the draft. Global needs? Tuesday Tomlin? Like, I I love these things. This is it. It's not news because of what Kimberly said. (laughs) What would have been news if he comes out and goes, uh, not all options are on the table. 
we are not interested <laughs> in uh, drafting a quarterback, or we're not we interested in any of these. That would have been hot. Kimberly, news. what are global Steeler needs? I'm confused. Global needs? That is just. I mean, they got a lot. We don't have time to talk about all the global needs the Steeler has, starting at QB. They need better defense. They need a better O line, mm. corners. Yes, yeah. 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 They got uh, OC, global DC, needs. Yeah, global. they got a lot. Cut of Cut down your carbon emissions. Everything. <laughs> That's Kimberly A. Martin. She is covering Bucks Rams on Sunday. What should we be watching for, Kim? The trenches, O line, O line mm. versus that that Rams front. You know, Brady. We talk about his age all the time. You know, for him to be missing, well, I won't say missing, but for Tristan Wirfs to be in a a boot all week long, there's a possibility that he could be in a boot all week long, and then they try to test it out, that ankle, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, That's not what you want. Jensen, too. The center, Jensen, and then Wirfs' backup, Josh Wells, is also banged Mm. up. And you're going against Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. This is not the situation that you want for your 44-year-old quarterback who you know get – I don't want to say he will tend to pressure. He does not. But you can tell when that pressure comes and they're knocking him he's around. He's not exactly Justin Herbert. He's not. He, he's, doesn't, he's, he's doesn't stay that cool Avocado in the pocket. Avocado can only take you so far. Avocado ice cream. I, I think that's exactly right. He, we're gonna fight. If Brady does it now, he wins a Super Bowl with the line banged up. Well, you're still going to say age, Brady's greatest, done. No, I'll say it's Brady's his greatest accomplishment. Back and play 10 more years. We know how. You're the, you're the Brady guy. Yeah, you I'm, I'm his bad. motivation. Yeah, kid. you are. You are. I'm a Super Bowl champion, as a matter of fact. Jay. Let's go. I'd rather be Lex Luthor than one of you uh, non-entities. Lex, Tom, Brady, Kellerman, let's go. Two teams couldn't close late. It left both coaches answering some very tough questions. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. From Cameron Indoor to the Coliseum and everywhere in between. From A to Z. Right, we're going, as you heard, A to Z. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Um... Cliff Kingsbury responded to uh, the late season struggles. Jay mentioned it on this show yesterday. Jay, I gave you credit on TV a couple times yesterday. Thank Terrific you. New show, Thank this you. just in. Handsome host, Max Kellerman, 2 p.m. Eastern. Do you uh, still have to say handsome every time? Every time. Jay, you, you looked it up. Nine straight seasons where Cliff Kingsbury's team fall off, well, a cliff. And in the second half. And he was asked about it. I mean, 
Over the last three seasons in Arizona, he's lost seven of nine, five of seven, and now five of six at the end of the year. Here is Cliff Kingsbury on why his teams struggle late in the season. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't done the, the research on, on that exactly. Um, back to the Texas Tech years, but... Um, you know, the last couple, for whatever reasons, we, we haven't been as sharp, and, and that's something i got to continue to evaluate and figure out um, what we need to do, whether it's practice structure or, or different things of that nature, because um, we got to be better. This league is about closing strong and building momentum into the playoffs, and unfortunately, we didn't do that. Key Kingsbury was just living his life, and then Jay had to dig up this stat, and now the whole world's asking him about it. <laughs> what do you think about how he responded to the question? Germ-spreading Jay. Um, Corporate I would, I would say, look at this. Corporate I would say he needs to figure it out. He figured out. He figured out how to show his house during the draft. Ooh. He needs to figure out how to fix what their problems are late in the seasons. What you laughing at, Jay? He said he figured out how to show his house during the draft. Am I lying? No, you're not. No, you're that not lying. That's fresh what I'm saying, house, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. I might move to look, Arizona if he's selling. I mean, that. he needs to figure it out. That's why you have scouts. That's why you have advanced scouting, and you do self-checking, self-evaluations in the offseason. Yeah, get and it that, done. That house is going to be for sale pretty soon. I'm, I'm thinking about it. But look, I mean, the reality is he's closed out the season the last nine years of his career in a pretty poor way. But they still have shown improvement overall in his three years as a head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Key, I guess the, the question I'll ask you, if you were the owner of the team, would you extend him and how many years would you extend him? I would uh, – first of all, I have to be sold on him and the quarterback, their combination together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to pay Kyler though, right? You're going to pay Kyler. I got I to gotta make that decision because if I'm moving on from Cliff Kingsbury, how do I know my next head coach – wants that type of quarterback I'm in play. Kyler. Now I got to go and find somebody specifically willing to work with Kyler Murray, which we think he's a phenomenal dynamic player. I can ask many coaches around the National Football League that I've already asked and talked to that don't think he's like he, that. You've they, said, you've you know? looked at, you have looked at, I've watched you look at passes and when when you don't even know when anyone's looking at you and you're just like, oh, because of the quarterbacks you had in your career, you go, oh, those are like handoffs. Though, like you love the way he puts the ball in the I receiver's enjoy, hand. I enjoy his ability to throw the football and his accuracy and things of that nature. But, you're at a disadvantage and somewhat a deficiency when he's not in the games because he's hurt because of his size and his durability. He has a thing On about top of that, if a defense decides to corral him and put him in the pocket like the Rams did the other night, then what good is he to me if he can't get outside the pocket and throw the football? Sure, people have been discriminated against for too long. Can't get on the rides at the amusement parks. Will you now stop, they don't need man? Keyshawn Johnson going after. Will you Why stop? are you looking at me? I'm six two, man. I'm you looking talking at about me. I'm experienced. Right, listen, man, I'm tall. So uh, Evan says, "What I'm, are you talking about?" I'm, I'm allowed on the rides now. All right. Are you Evan? Are you Evan? Live, live, yeah. live, live, yeah. live. I went last summer. I'm allowed on the rides. What? Disney World, baby. What? He's I like, got Key, eight. lift me up a little bit when they go to the. Where do they in the shoes? Listen, I, I'll tell you the thing about Kingsbury, though, getting back to Kingsbury, because we got, we got something else to do, too. you got to adjust to the adjustment. Kingsbury, this is real simple to me. It's not that complicated. Oh, practice. Blah, blah, blah. No. Cliff, you have talent. But if all you can do is jump out to a lead, you're a front runner. It's just a parlor trick. They will adjust. Can you adjust to the adjustment? Either you can and you can be great, or you can't 
and you'll be okay because you, because you do have some talent. That's it. That's it. He has to make adjustments. If you collapse in every single second half, they're adjusting to you, and you are not doing it back. Self-evaluation in the offseason. Mm. No doubt. So, moving along, unranked Florida State oh. upset number six Duke in overtime. From one Coach K to another Coach K? 79-78. This is head coach Leonard Hamilton's 55th win against an AP Top 25 opponent when unranked surpassing Bobby Knight for the most by any coach in the AP poll era. And Florida State has now won 13 straight overtime games, extending the longest streak in Division One history. Here's what Coach K said they can learn from the loss. I think the only way you learn is through experience. You know, you can't replicate that in a practice session. You know, because you're not going to play against anybody that good in a practice session. And uh, so that's part of a growth process, you know, for we got a lot of young guys. You, you got to learn from being in this experience you know, in, in this type of thing. You, know, yeah, you move want- forward. You won a national title with Coach K. You were two-time player of the year, two-time player of the year under mm-hmm. Coach K. What stood out about this loss for your beloved Blue Devils? Well, number one, this is their third true row game. They played a lot of neutral site games. Florida State was way more physical than them. And I agree with Coach K. A lot of, everybody can learn from these situations. I, I come from that background. And one of the things that I felt like the coaching staff needs to continue to, to learn about their team is when you go a 1-4 flat for Wendell Moore down the stretch, I'm watching Pablo Boncaro have 29 points in this game and absolutely light them up in those scenarios. I, I wouldn't have gone 1-4 flat. Now, I'm not Coach K, but I would have found a way to get the ball in the hands of Pablo down the stretch considering the game well, he Coach was K having. Coach K hasn't forgotten that stuff. What's going on, do you think? I, I, don't, I don't know what the hell is going on in these in-the-game scenarios. Uh, you know, I know that he missed the last game, and now there's a lot of chatter around would John Shire have done that. So it, it is going to be intriguing key to see how these end-of-game scenarios occur on the road when you get a chance to see what Coach K decides to do, and people are wondering, will John Shire, would John Shire have done the same thing? Mm. Well, you, that, that, you would know. Argument's interesting you would know. You would know, Jay, more than any of us. I hear you. Well, I mean, we're going to keep finding out because I would have given the ball to Pablo Bancaro. Mm. One of Coach K's all-time stars, Jay Will. Ooh. Carlos Boozer? Oh, let's stop. Yeah, Carl- Mel Kuyper Jr.'s mock draft what? is here, and wait until you hear how late in the first round he has his first quarterback going. That's next. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.